Headline. Chicago Mayor Lightfoot asks federal government for help fighting city's crime. Imagine that. Uh, we'll get to that story in just a moment. But before we get started, please subscribe to my channel, share this video, and smash the rumble button. This from Fox News. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is calling on federal government uh, for help in combating crime and violence in the Windy City. In a news conference Monday, the Democrat mayor asked U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland to send in agents from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives for six months to ramp up the number of gun investigations and gun seizures, according to Fox 23 Chicago. She also asked for more federal prosecutors to handle the crime cases those agents will investigate, as well as federal marshals to assist local uh, law enforcement with tracking down thousands of suspects wanted on warrants, the station added. Quote, we need these additional resources well in advance of summer, Lightfoot said. The plea comes as the number of shooting victims in Chicago this year, as of this past Sunday, were at 4,270 compared to 3,930 in 2020, the Chicago Tribune reported. Of course, they're citing police statistics. Homicides have risen up to 783, up from 749 recorded during the same period in 2020. Quote, keeping you safe is my priority. Not one of, but the first and primary, uh, primary priority, she said. I wake up every morning uh, with this as my first concern, and I pushed myself and all involved to step up and do more and do better because we cannot continue to endure the level of violence that we're experiencing. We Now listen to that last sentence she said. We cannot continue to endure the level of violence that we are experiencing. This is what Lori Lightfoot had to say back in June of this year, June of 2021 after being asked by a Newsmax reporter about the rise in crime in Chicago. Let's play the video. Crime is not out of control in our city. In fact, crime is on the decline. Well, we know that's just not the case, Miss Lightfoot. The crime is not on decline. It's much higher than it was last year. She's lying to us. Let's continue. All of our major indices showed a decline in in um, crime and our homicides and our shootings year over year are down. They're not year over year down. They're up. She is just, again, being extremely disingenuous. Let's continue. That's a fact, sir. Not a fact, a lie. And you, sir, I was polite and allowed you to spew your rhetoric spew his rhetoric all the guy was doing was simply stating the facts he was stating crime statistics and facts and the people in chicago are getting a little bit upset with the amount of crime that's happening she's calling that rhetoric when it's facts and what she's saying is facts and not rhetoric when the exact opposite is true Lori lightfoot is disingenuous and she's a liar and she knows it which is offensive to me oh, and others. It's offensive too. The truth is sometimes hurts Miss Lightfoot. However, I learned this a long time ago. The truth shall set you free. You might want to learn that. You might want to absorb that into your brain a little bit. You'll be a happier person, I promise you. 
but I'm trying to be polite and professional and answer your question. But if you want to write your own narrative oh, and irrelevant your own narrative. what I'm going to say and what the facts are, then we'll just move on to the next reporter, Heather Sharon. Well, there you go. So uh, she called out the Newsmax reporter, told him that he was a liar, that he had his own uh, narrative and that he was being rude when it was in fact her that was lying. She had the narrative and she was rude. Talk about gaslighting. Unbelievable. Back to the article from Fox. Federal law enforcement resources have been involved uh, with the crime situation in Chicago in recent years. Last summer, during the Trump administration, Fox News reported that then-President Donald Trump was sending in 100 federal agents to Chicago as part of Operation Legend. Then, in September 2020, Attorney General at the time, William Barr, said the number of homicides in Chicago plunged 50% after the Trump administration's actions. Remember, they sent in 100 federal agents to get control of the crime in Chicago. They claim that homicides dropped 50%. But Lightfoot, being the, uh, uh, the liar that she is, she noted that she was grateful for the additional federal charges and uh, prosecutions. However, she pushed back against Barr's claims, suggesting that the violence had begun to subside before federal law enforcement had arrived. In other words, she had it under control. The 100 federal agents that Trump sent in had nothing to do with the plunging of felon or uh, homicides. The 50% drop in homicides had nothing to do with it. It was her. She had it under control. But now that she, now that uh, the agents are gone and Trump is gone, what do we find out? Crime is again through the roof in her city. So did she have control? Did you, uh, we could argue that one for sure, right? In addition to being known as an anti-police mayor, we know that she is. We know that she's not a... She doesn't come out publicly and defend the police. And she clearly leans on the side of defunding the police. Lightfoot's city is also known for letting the bad guys out of jail with low bond amounts. We see this all across the country in big cities now. We just don't want to keep the bad guys locked up. We want to let them back out, even after committing serious felonies. So this is another article from Fox News. It's related. Dozens of felons who were released on bond in Chicago have been rearrested this year for violent crimes, according to a local report. Now listen to these uh, statistics. These aren't even statistics. These are facts. As of Saturday, at least 60 felons were accused of murder, attempted murder or shooting while awaiting trial for a previous felony. That's right. Waiting for trial for a previous felony. 60 felons were accused of either murder, attempted murder, or shooting people. The total number of victims from these crimes was at least 92 people. 92 people. 92 victims after 60 felons, the bad guys, were allowed to go back on the streets of Chicago after committing serious felonies. The latest felon, here's an, uh, an example. The latest felon was identified as Malik Pertit. 22 years old, who appeared in bond court last week. Police said Petit was arrested Wednesday after shooting a 17-year-old girl 
in the 12,500 block of South Low Avenue earlier this month. Pertit allegedly tried to kill the girl during a marijuana sale on December 5th. At the time of the shooting, he was on bail and wearing an electronic monitoring device for a separate gun case and a separate drug case, the outlet reported. Now listen to this. You're going to get a timeline of this scumbag. Pertit allegedly tried to kill the girl during a marijuana sale. Now, let's let's look into this whole deal. During a shootout with another man in March, so we're going to go back to March of this year, he was involved in a shootout with another bad guy, okay? So during the shootout, Pertit was actually hit. He was wounded, and the other bad guy that was shooting at him ended up killing an 11-year-old girl. Okay, she died from injuries that were suffered after being struck by a bullet from the other bad guy. So Pertit in March, this 22-year-old thug is in the middle of the street with a firearm illegally shooting at another guy. They're exchanging gunfire just like the Wild West. So the other guy that uh, Pertit was uh, shooting at, apparently the other guy was a better target because he shot Pertit and an 11-year-old girl died from a bullet wound. Okay, so in March, he's involved in a shootout where an 11-year-old guy, a girl dies. Pertit was charged with felony gun possession and released on $7,500 bail. Now, this dude slings crack. This dude's a drug dealer. So $7,500 has nothing for this man. This, this guy's a thug. He's a criminal. Belongs behind bars. So they release him on $7,500 bail, and then they strap the electronic monitoring device around his ankle. Uh, So that's what happened. So they put him back on the streets, thinking he's going to stay home. Well, apparently, electronic monitoring devices, you know, they don't work as well as a jail cell with iron bars and concrete. So after he got out, after they let him out on $7,500 bail for being involved in a shootout where an 11-year-old girl died, he was then charged two months later with manufacture delivery of narcotics. Remember, the guy's a crack dealer. Now he's out again slinging his crack on the streets or whatever drug a, a choice he has, whatever it was, whatever he was selling. So this is a a violation of his bond, of course. He's out on bond. He's out on bail. So he's out slinging crack. He gets arrested, taken down to the jail. But this time he's released. And this, if it's March, now April, May, this would be in May. So now in May, he gets released without additional bail. So this drug crime obviously didn't count for anything. He's in a shootout with another dude. An 11-year-old girl dies. They let him out for $7,500. Two months later, he's slinging crack on the streets of Chicago. They let him out with no bail. Pertit now faces charges of first-degree murder and aggravated battery by discharging a firearm in connection to the shooting of the 17-year-old girl. So now we have a se- another girl dead. A 17-year-old girl's now dead. And this is directly because of Pertit. So we've got an 11-year-old dead, a bunch of crackheads buying crack from him, and now a 17-year-old girl's dead. This all happened in one year, starting in March. The article goes on to say jail records show that Pertit was ordered held without bond 
following the latest incident. So that's what it takes in Chicago to go to jail and be held without bond before your trial. You got to actually kill somebody. Slinging crack and being involved in shootouts where other where another person's dead. That's eh, that's just minor stuff. This is the Lori Lightfoot who supported the defunding of the police. This is the Lori Lightfoot who supported the 2020 riots. Sorry, I mean mostly peaceful protests. Until those riots got too close to her house. Well, then what did she do? She brought in the police to make sure the rioters didn't make it up our street because rioters are all cool. I mean, we love the rioters, but uh, not when they're on our streets, according to Lori Lightfoot. So she dispatched the police to make sure that the rioters couldn't get, you know, too close to her house. Then she goes on and says crime is down in Chicago year after year, but then begs Joe Biden to help her city's increasing crime problems. We know that Trump sent reinforcements in and uh, crime began to decrease in Chicago. But Lori Lightfoot said the crime was already dropping, you know, because of the great leadership of her. It had nothing to do with Trump. She said that Trump's help was appreciated, but really didn't have an impact on the crime in Chicago. She's a phony. Lori Lightfoot's a phony. She's a fraud. But Chicago, she's your phony. She's your fraud. And she's your problem. Until you start electing people that uh, actually want to solve the crime problem, you're going to have to deal with this. You're going to have to deal with higher and higher murder rates, shooting victims, and uh, people just getting out of prison or getting out of jail before they even go to prison, before they even see the judge for a mere $7,500 so that they can go back onto the streets and kill more people. This is what you're going to have to deal with unless you decide to get serious and put party you know, parties aside, Democrat, Republican, and actually start electing people that are serious about solving the crime problems. It's your life, you know, or your lives. It's, it's your life. It's not mine. I don't got to deal with that nonsense that goes on in Chicago, but it's, you know, it's kind of sad to see a great city like Chicago being overrun with crime. Anyway, uh, this was Backyard Politics right here in the Say What You Will radio studios. We are live Monday nights and Thursday nights. Have a very Merry Christmas. Take care. God bless, and we will see you next time.